I guess because I played so much football growing up, I associate fall with the sport. If, uh, if you were my age growing up in Dixon County, you watched the game silently as John Ward announced it over the radio, uh, any kind of UT game. Uh, outside right now, it just, it just smells like football to me. It's that time of year, the fall of the year. You know, we look, we look forward to it after such a hot summer, the, the fall, when things start cooling off, cooler weather, the beautiful changes that the, this season brings, the beautiful colors that it brings, knowing that winter is right around the corner, and that hoped-for spring seems to take too long. Martin Luther wrote, Our Lord has written the promise of resurrection in every leaf at springtime. To resurrect, to live again, to rise from the dead. We understand this word. Companies are resurrected. Fads are resurrected. Bands are resurrected. Ideas are resurrected. Reputations, careers, styles, games, toys, the old, even the dead are resurrected, become new. Why does the world find it strange that we will all be resurrected someday? William, William Jennings Bryan found it strange that the world found it strange. He wrote this poetically, If that vital spark we find in a grain of wheat can pass through countless deaths and resurrections, will the spirit of man be unable to pass from this body to another? You know, I doubt my football career will ever be resurrected. <laughs> but I will be someday. In the pagan city of Athens, Paul preached the gospel on Mars Hill and had from these worldly people three different responses when he preached. Acts chapter 17 verse 32, And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, while others said, We will hear you again on this matter. So Paul departed from among them. However, some men joined him and believed. As Christians, we have the glorious hope of resurrection to eternal life because we obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 6 verse 4, We were buried with Him through baptism into death that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Verse 5, For if we have been united together in the likeness of His death, certainly we, shall, we also shall be in the likeness of of his resurrection, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 35. But someone will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body will they come? Paul, here in his analogy in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he uses the analogy of a seed, the analogy that Brian borrowed that the seed that is sown will not be made alive unless it dies, verse 36. And the body. Verse 42 is sown in corruption. 
It's raised in incorruption. The body is sown in dishonor. It's raised in glory. The body is sown in weakness, raised in power, sown natural, raised spiritual. Martin Luther again, born once, die twice. Born twice, die once. And we can understand what he means there. You, if, you're, if you're just born once, you're going to die in the end, and you're going to die again over and over and over. But if you're born twice, if you're born into this world naturally, and then you're born again, you only die once. We, we understand this verse. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. It is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. But when talking about resurrection, notice a seeming contradiction in Scripture here. If it is appointed for man to die once, then is it possible for someone to die twice in the Scriptures without having a contradiction? Many students of the Bible know of the numerous people in the Holy Word of God who died, physically died. They were dead and were brought back to life. The widow of Nain's son in 1 Kings chapter 17 verses 17 through 24 where the Lord heard the prophet Elijah's voice and revived her son. Brought him back from the dead. That boy had to die twice. How do we reconcile that with Hebrews chapter 9? In the New Testament, Jairus' daughter in Luke chapter 8, verses 41 through 55, stands out as, as a monumental testimony of faith. Jairus was the ruler of the synagogue in, in Galilee whose, whose only daughter, just 12 years old, his, his only daughter was gravely ill. And while Jairus was, was trying to get Jesus' attention, someone came from Jairus' house and told him that his daughter was dead. And Jesus went to the house took the little girl by the hand, saying, Little girl, rise. She did. She did. She was dead. We know the story of Jesus' friend Lazarus, the brother of Mary and Martha, the resident of Bethany, John chapter 11, verse 1. Lazarus was sick. Jesus was sent for. Jesus delayed. Lazarus died. They buried Lazarus. He was dead. And Jesus raised him from the dead. John chapter 11 verse, verse 44. Many know the story of Dorcas. Acts chapter 9 verses 36 through 41. She was full of good works, the scriptures say. An example to, to us even today. She died. Everyone knew she was dead. Peter knelt down and prayed and she came back to life. Wait a minute, it's appointed for man to die once. Amazing. We remember the, in a way, humorous story of Eutychus in Acts chapter 20 verses 9 through 10 who fell asleep whilst, while, while Paul preached and he tumbled three stories out the window to his death, and, and Paul raised him from the dead. None of these are alive today. So they had to die twice. 
How do all these deaths jive with Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27? It is appointed for men to die once. What happened in each instance was this. God changed the appointment. God changed the appointment. Notice Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 It is appointed for men to die once but after this the judgment all of our examples died yes but were not judged. They weren't judged. God changed their appointment without God's miraculous intervention. All would have remained dead. Every one of them. Now some say God wouldn't do that. Some say that this is against God's nature. He would have to change His nature. He would have to change the way nature works. That's the point. It's His supernatural power that we praise Him for, isn't it? If you speed in town, if you speed up here in town, and the police officer pulls you over, then he lets you go. I mean, you don't have to pay the speeding ticket. He says, hey, slow down. You're off on your way. Did he change the law? Did he change the speed limit? No. The law still exists. The speed limit still exists. The judge in Gallatin is still very real. The penalty still exists. The, The police officer letting you off the ticket does not end the law it's an exception to the law in genesis chapter 2 verse 17 man could eat off of of any tree in the garden but but one and and man ate of it and it was said that if he ate off of that tree he would surely die did he die right then no but we do die Second Kings chapter 20 verses 1 through 6. King Hezekiah repented of his wickedness and the Lord was, was going to take his life. He was going to take his kingdom. But because he repented, God gave him a few more years. Now, these are exceptions to the rule. Mercy from the all-merciful. Mercy is afforded today. Jairus loved his daughter. He wanted her to be well. He wanted her to be 12 years old. He wanted wanted his little girl to be whole. He he wanted his little girl to live. What father or, or grandfather would not want this for their child? For them to live. We want the same for our children. We want them to live. We want them to grow. We want them to bury us, don't we? We, want to have, we don't want to have to bury them. We want them to bury us. But do we want them to live forever? Do we want them to live forever? We need to bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4. We do this because we want our children to be resurrected someday. To live forever. Lazarus was Jesus' friend. 
We want all of our family and, and all of our friends to live. It, it's hard to let them go. The memories that we share are, are halved when they are gone. We don't want to let them go. But do we want them to live forever? Do we want them to live forever? If we do, then tell them so. Make sure that they understand the gospel. Make sure that they understand the death, burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1-4. through 4. Tell them the truth. Give them a chance. Tell them of where their hope lies. Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17. If Christ is not risen... Your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable. But now Christ has risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us because it does not know Him. Make sure your children, your friends, your family get to know Jesus Christ and can be called children of God. Verse 2. Beloved, now we are children of God. And it, has, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. The seed, our body, will become... Well, we don't know yet. But when Jesus Christ comes back, when He is revealed we will be resurrected and we'll see Him just as He is and we'll be like Him. Verse 3. And everyone, 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 everyone who has this hope in Him purifies Himself just as He, as he is pure. It is appointed for us to die someday. There will be a judgment day. Do you want to live forever? Like the seed. Even in this life, you must die in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 6, verse 3 and verse 9. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Jesus said in John chapter 11, verse 25... I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. I want you to know this. I want you to know him, Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death so that you can attain to the resurrection of the dead. I want you to know that so that you can have that. There is power in the resurrection because there's power in the blood that's found in Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. We come in contact with the blood when we get into Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 3 verse 27. By being baptized into Jesus Christ, then we are raised to walk in newness of life. Romans chapter 6 verse 4. Like Paul on Mars Hill, I have been telling you 
of the resurrection. Will you go away not believing? Will you hear me again? You know, if you're visiting with us and this is your first time to hear this, I want you to come back. I want you to hear this again. Will you hear me again? Will you give me that? Or will you believe? Will today be the day that you believe? Believe enough to obey. Whether you're in the spring, the summer, the fall, or the winter of your life, you need to obey without delay right now as together we stand and sing.